Well, good morning on this VBS Sunday. What a great week we've had at Vacation Bible School. And I want to just uh, give a special thanks to our staff and volunteers who made everything happen. Um, people came up to me and said, wow, what a great week. I, I didn't do that much. Um, I prayed, um, and, uh, but really it was our staff and volunteers that really made things happen. Um, every year, uh, Glenkirk volunteers actually plan their summer around VBS to make sure they're not out of town. Um, some take vacation time from work to make themselves available. Um, and uh, this year in VBS and brick by brick, we saw, as uh, Amber said, uh, 350 campers, um, most of whom don't attend Glenkirk. Um, and that includes 35 from our local ministry partner, Homework House, that came and were able to participate. Um, 100 adult volunteers, about 130 student volunteers. Um, 37 kids indicated they made first-time commitments to follow Jesus um, during the week. Many, many more um, made decisions to recommit their lives to Jesus, and some of these decisions are going to be so formative for those kids' lives and are going to last forever. Um, and I'm especially grateful to um, Amber Flores, our excellent director of children's ministry. Um, and our assistant director, Aaron Braun, as well as their staff, Kat and Johanna. Grateful to Nathan Flores, our tech director, and his team. Yeah. And uh, Eric Schaus, our uh, worship arts director, and the great team of students he put together. Um, and of course, our safety and security team and our hardworking facilities team, especially Chad and Paul and the volunteers that helped them. Just a great job. Um, we, we couldn't have done it without all of those people involved. And I, I've never been at another church that does VBS the way Glenkirk does VBS. Um, and on this VBS Sunday, as we celebrate on this Sunday, it's tempting for us to only focus on what God did in the lives of the children who attended. Um, and of course, there's a lot to celebrate. Um, but I want to suggest that the message of VBS is just as important for us as adults as it is for the kids um, there was a, a book that was popular back in the 80s that was titled, All I Really, or All I really Learned, I Learned in Kindergarten. Um, and um, there's something about the lessons that we learn in childhood that abide with us forever. And when, um, when uh, Amber um, unveiled their theme, their Lego theme, Brick by Brick this year, I actually thought about an email I received years ago, several years ago um, that was um, when I was at Azusa Pacific University, I, I was an uh, adjunct faculty member there for years. And so every week I'd get these uh, emails that would tell us what some of the departments at APU were doing. You know, a college with, you know, graduate programs, undergrad programs. And I got this particular email that announced that APU's Department of Leadership and Organizational Psychology was hosting a workshop called Serious Lego Play. And I thought, what in the world is serious Lego play? And so I did what probably a lot of other faculties did. I Googled it to research it. Um, and apparently the Lego Corporation offers training for organizations to use Legos with their teams and with their executives in order to help them learn about team building and problem solving. In fact, several research projects have been done about serious Lego play that help teams function better. 
Businesses and nonprofits hire Lego serious play trainers to come to their organization and to help them learn about team building and how to work together better. So Legos are not just for kids, which I could have told you when we saw Nathan's Lego set of Disneyland in the lobby, right? Um, that was amazing if you saw that. Um, and VBS is not just for kids either. And so this year's VBS theme, Brick by Brick, and all of the curriculum were actually written and created by Amber, um, our director of children's ministry. We didn't buy a pre-done curriculum. She created it and wrote it um, with her team. And all week, the kids imagined God building them brick by brick, like this Lego person that we assembled over here, with the feet standing firm on God's word, with the heart trusting in God's love, with the hands being part of what God is doing, with the head getting the whole self out into what God is doing through the Great Commission, and lastly, the hats, using our gifts for God's glory. And these are important lessons for everybody, no matter what your age. And today, I want to take a, a, a couple of minutes and build on what, what Amber put together by talking about the house, the Lego house, out of 1 Peter chapter 2. And so I want to invite you, if you're able, would you stand with me for the reading from the Bible today? 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 and 5 says this. Now, each of you are coming to Jesus as a living stone, even though this stone was rejected by humans, from God's perspective, it is chosen, valuable. You yourselves are being built like living stones into a spiritual temple. You are being made into a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. You can be seated. If this last week focused on the various building blocks, the, the, the Legos that make up each person, feet, heart, hands, head, hats, here Peter focuses on how each person fits into something even bigger. By picturing the people of God as a house, Jesus and each of us as Christians are pictured as building blocks within this house. And it isn't just any house. It's not a townhouse or a coffee house or a concert house. It's a temple. It's God's house. It's a house for people to worship God. Back then, builders mostly used rocks to build houses, which is why Peter talks about us being living stones or living rocks. People are like rocks that a builder would use to construct a house. And if Peter were writing today, he might say that we are like living planks of wood or living two-by-fours or living concrete blocks. And if Peter were doing the Bible story at VBS this last week, I suspect he'd use the word Lego bricks, that each of us are like Lego bricks being built into something bigger than ourselves. We have come to Jesus as living stones, as living Lego bricks that are being built into a spiritual house for God. And let me share just a couple of principles from this passage. Jesus is the brick that holds it all together. He is the one that holds everything in this house together. Peter says that Jesus is the stone, the one that was rejected by people. Many people didn't believe Jesus when he came to this earth. People misunderstood him, they criticized him, they rejected him, they even crucified him. Jesus was not popular with some people. But from God's vantage point, he was chosen. 
valuable, important no matter what other people said about him, significant no matter how many people dismissed his message, so important that the Bible says, actually earlier in this chapter and throughout the New Testament, that Jesus is the cornerstone of this house. The cornerstone is the part of the house that holds the entire house together. If you took away the cornerstone of a house, the entire house would collapse. The cornerstone is like that one piece when you're playing Jenga that you know if you pull it out, the entire tower of blocks is going to collapse. That's how important Jesus is. And this house, this temple, is held together by Jesus. Without Jesus, the whole house would fall apart. You know, in the very last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, there's actually um, a series of seven letters. And, and the seventh of those letters is a letter from Jesus to a church in the city of Laodicea. And there was, a, there was a lot not going well in this particular church in Laodicea. And so Jesus pictures himself in this letter in Revelation chapter 3 as locked out of his own house, locked out of the church. And he's standing outside the house, knocking on the door, trying to get the attention of the people inside the house to let him back in again. Sometimes people in God's house get so filled with their own self-importance, distracted by other things, or persuaded that they know what's best, better than Jesus knows, that they actually lock Jesus outside of his own house. And what's worse Sometimes they don't even notice that he's not in the house anymore. And so in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, we read of Jesus in this letter that Jesus dictated to John to the church in Laodicea, saying, if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come back in my house and we'll share a meal together. Jesus is the one who holds it all together. Second, each of us are like Lego bricks in God's house. Each of us are like bricks in this house. Our feet, our heart, our hands, our head, our hats. We are living Legos that are being built into building blocks of God's house. And if we give up on God's house, we leave a hole in the house that no other building block can fill. And a house with a bunch of holes in the walls doesn't look very good. I'm going to tell you a story about myself that I'm pretty embarrassed by. Um, when I was 18 years old, I misplaced my car keys, and I got so mad because I couldn't find my car keys that I punched the wall in my apartment. Um, now, you'll be happy to learn that over the years, I've learned to control my anger better, um, and I don't punch walls anymore. And um, I'd like to say that I've learned to keep better track of my car keys, but that is not the case. Um, but um, some friends, of, I, I left a big hole in the wall and some friends of mine were supposed to come over my apartment later and I didn't have enough time to patch the hole. So I like moved a picture over to cover up the hole, but you know, it was like crooked and the wrong height and everybody could tell, you know, he's just covering up a hole. Holes in a house aren't good. We are living Legos in God's house, building blocks to the house of God. And if we leave a hole then no one else can fill that hole. Finally, third, in this house, we worship God together. We worship God together. Peter says that Christians are like a holy priesthood who offer up spiritual sacrifices to God. 
In the Old Testament, uh, before Jesus came, the priests were the people who led the rest of the people in worship. So the priests taught people the Bible. The priests um, assisted in bringing the offerings that people brought to God. The priests led in the music and the singing. And so here Peter is saying that in this house, all of us together are a priesthood. Notice he doesn't say individual priests, that you're a priest, you're a priest, you're a priest, you're a priest. He said together we as a group are a priesthood and all of us together are bringing our sacrifices, our offerings to God in worship. Together we offer our songs of praise and our prayers as we've done today. Together we offer our giving um, that we bring to God for him to use for his glory. Together we give our attention to God's word as it's being taught and proclaimed and our commitment to obey it throughout the week. Together we offer our love for God and our commitment to love other people. As living Lego bricks, we are joined together in a holy priesthood to offer these sacrifices to God. God loves it when we do this. It brings God pleasure, which is why the Bible says in Hebrews 10, 25, don't stop meeting together for worship with other believers, which some people have gotten into the habit of doing, but instead encourage one another, especially as you see the day approaching. We worship God together as building blocks in this house. So Vacation Bible School isn't just for kids. It's for all of us. For all of us to make sure that our feet are on the solid foundation of God's word and not other foundations. For all of us to turn our hearts to trust into the love of God that he has for us. For all of us to use our hands to be part of what God is doing. For all of us to, to bring our whole self, our heads into God's great commission to share Jesus with others and for all of us to use our hats, our various gifts to glorify God. For all of us to be part of God's house where Jesus is the one who holds everything together as the cornerstone and we can be a holy priesthood who bring our offerings of love and praise and obedience to him in worship. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for this week and the amazing things that you did. And thank you for so many people who were part of making it possible, God. And Lord, as we celebrate VBS today, Lord, we turn the attention away from ourselves, away from Glenkirk, away from our staff, away from our volunteers, and we turn it all towards you. And we confess that Jesus is the cornerstone, the one who holds everything together that he is the, the one that we can rely upon, that he is the star of this story. And as we bring our time to a close today, we turn all of our hearts and attention towards him to give him praise and glory for the good things he has done. In Christ's name, amen.